14 games on Wednesday, late scratches, lineup changes, big performances, overtime. You know it's all here, and you know me and Mr. Bolton are going to sit down and go through it all. Michael. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am a recovering tryptophan addict and I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore beeble on TikTok at redrock underscore beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms and we're also here to provide a free service so you can go and watch this show to get out of talking to your family on Thanksgiving. That's what we're here to do, getting you away from things that you don't want to do and talk about basketball. So watch this show straight after Wednesday's game, but watch it on Thursday as well. Also, happy Thanksgiving if you do celebrate it. Happy day off in the NBA if you celebrate it. Commiserations if you don't like the day off in the NBA. All of those things. We're going to talk 14 games. I'm not. There's no real news that I'm going to break down outside of what happened with the 14 teams because we got the Pistons and the Knicks that didn't play and nothing really happened with those guys. I did a waiver wire trend segment in the waiver wire show earlier today. A reminder though, 3 p.m. Eastern Thursday, Thanksgiving. US Thanksgiving. Me, Kingy, live mailbag on YouTube. 3 p.m. Eastern. Jump in. Chuck your questions. Another excuse to get away from the family. Wow, this is an absolute community service. So jump in over there and, uh, and have a chat to us at 3 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. We are here to recap the 14 games. Some would say too many. I'm someone, and I hope you are too. That's just too many NBA. We can do this better. When we have gaps in the, in the games, uh, the, uh, the results are nicer. But that doesn't matter now because we've got 14 to talk about. So let's talk about the epic choke job once again. Was it deliberate? Who's to say? Me. The Wizards lose to the Charlotte Hornets 117-114. The Wizards are up pretty big in this one. I think in the third quarter, the Hornets come back and get the victory. Um, how about this man? Triple-double legend, almost triple-double legend. Kyle Kuzma, the future MVP, future um, starting point guard on an all-star team. 28, 9, and 10, one steal, two blocks, 55% shooting. Kuzma, to me, was a little bit of a steal on draft day, especially for points leagues. He was, uh, I thought, horrendously pre-ranked. But this is bullshit. What is this? 10 assists, efficient shooting, unbelievable stuff from Kuz. He is a bit of a sell high because I don't think any of this stuff is real. Well, that's not true. The usage is, the minutes are fine. These assists are coming out of nowhere. But you might also just want to ride with it. Big numbers. Don't don't look now. Hide your eyes. I can't even say it out loud. But is Jordan Poole back? I mean, he's not, but we're, we're getting there. 24, 5, and 2, 3 steals, 4 threes, 21 shots, 38% shooting. We knew that part. We knew the bad shooting. The other stuff is sort of bang on. I would like more free throw attempts. I would like more assists. But we're recovering. Good news. How about a game where Dan Gafford plays 34 minutes? I'm pretty sure he had a block, but they didn't count it in this uh, in this box score that I'm looking at. We know that sometimes the box scores do get adjusted later on. But 15 and 16 with a steal on 78% is great from Gafford. Avdia had 13 and 5. Bit of a drop down in his production while Tyus 13.7 assists and 2 steals. Honestly, a, a normal looking Wizards game. I guess that's because it was close and they didn't have to go to nonsense. Only 19 minutes to Bilal Kulabali. He was in at the end. Seven points, two assists, one block. Sprained his ankle with about 17 seconds to go. Came out of the game. Um, yeah, I don't know where, where that leaves him. The fact that he played only 19 minutes is obviously not ideal. He is more of a stash than a contribute now player. There's going to be some okay moments from Bilal. But it's not 100%, and I talked about this on the waiver show earlier this morning, it's not 100% a must-roster scenario. Lanu Shammer keeps getting 18 minutes, and I don't know why, and Kispert had six points in 18 for the Hornets. I put LaMelo Ball on the thumbnail the other day. Man, LaMelo's killing it. And then I forgot to even talk about him. Dumb from me, big mistake. 
But let's talk about this man who is absolutely killing at 34, 8, and 13 with six triples, 42%. He looked weird at the start of the season, first two, three games, and now he is crushing it. He's back inside the uh, first round from a minus one perspective. He's the sixth ranked player over the last two weeks. He's dominating. But let me again reframe this too. I would have had him at about seven, I reckon, but I pushed him down to a nine or 10 because he has a two game week in the playoffs. So if you could get another first round player, not Luca. Not Kyrie, he's not really a first-round player. Not Anthony Davis. They've all got two-game weeks, depending on your playoffs are. The Lakers one's a little bit earlier than the Hornets. If you could get somebody else, if I could get... You probably can't. You can't get Embiid or, or Shea or uh, Steph, maybe. You, you would start to consider it at some point because the two-game week is not ideal. But he's killing it at the, moment, at the minute, LaMelo Ball. There was no Paul Washington Jr. He was a late scratch. Still no Terry Rogier. And this dickhead organization won't tell us when he's coming back. Just rule the bloke out, mate. Like, Cody Martin, any word on him, guys? Does he exist? Dead? Alive? New knee? Nothing? Cool. We're just going to keep assuming that Rozier is out for the rest of the week. PJ, I don't know about, but that meant that more minutes were out, but he pumped into blokes like Brandon Miller, who played 31 minutes, 15 points, three threes. That's totally okay. But when two guys are out, like Rozier and Richards, uh, Richards, there's another one, uh, like Rozier and Washington, I want Miller to be actually bumping up big. I don't think he's going to maintain 12-team value. What else happened here? Gordon Haywood, yuck. Four points on 25%, uh, nine rebounds, six assists. The shooting is terrible. The other stuff's okay. I think he's a very soft hold, but in shallow leagues, I wouldn't bother. And Miles Bridges, they're just giving him everything. 37 minutes, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 61% shooting. He is putting up unbelievably big numbers. I still cannot believe that he is playing. I, I, I just can't. I can't believe that he's playing. But he's going to play because they pushed that court date back to some point in February. So he's going to play all the way through there and he's not going to cop another suspension, I don't think, which is, again, crazy given what happened in the preseason. But there we are. Big numbers, dominating. And someone else I don't understand, like, oh, I'm not going to talk about the off-court. Fuck him. Like, why? Why do I have to not talk about the off-court stuff? It was shit. He's a shit bloke. He's putting up numbers and I still cannot believe that he is playing and, and, and available to be doing this and they just shamelessly play in these minutes. Uh, that's that's what it is. But he is putting up the numbers and that's not going to change uh, when other guys come back. If you wanted to drop PJ, totally okay. If you wanted to drop Haywood, totally okay as well. Mark Williams, 11-15, three blocks. Only 40% from the field is a little annoying. But otherwise, some pretty good stuff overall um, from a lot of those Hornets guys. Bridges, Ball, uh, Williams, some pretty good numbers overall there. Let us go to the next one. It is the Denver Nuggets. They fall to the all-conquering Orlando Magic. Yes, the Orlando Magic. Another victory for the big fellas. 124-119. Jokic did not get ejected. He triple-doubled, though. 30, 13, and 12. Three steals, two blocks. Electric percentages. We love that. And Michael Ponder Jr. dropped in 25 points with five threes also. Reggie Jackson, just doing enough. 14, 4, and 9, only 33%, but I'm happy to keep using him in 12-team formats until Murray returns. While Gordon had 15 and 10, and KCP continues to be like mid, like he's just not good enough to maintain a must-hold position on a, on a roster for 12-team leagues. And again, if you look at it with a straight ranking, you'll see how much his turnovers are valued. But Jamal Murray is contributing the exact same in turnovers that KCP is at the moment. And to me, there's just not enough in the other good stuff that KCP is providing to be a must-roster guy, especially in a head-to-head format, and even more so in a points league format. Aaron Gordon, you know, 15 and 10 is all right. It is a little interesting. Christian Brown has put up a couple of good games in a row, 13 and 7 for Brownie in 21 minutes. Um, but look, it's going to take two starters out for me to consider him in 12s. One is out, but if two were out, then we'd look at Brown as maybe a 12-team stream. At this point, we don't. For the Magic, really slow start from Franz Wagner, but then he went absolutely crazy in the second half. 27-3-4, one steal, two blocks. The Bilo bump has really pushed him uh, over the line here, and Bunkero had 23-3-4, one steal, three blocks, four threes. Good field goals, bad free throws. Paolo has, I think, taken a step forward this season, especially in his efficiency. We know there were people who were claiming that he would be a must-roster player for category leagues. Yes, he was a minority, but he has taken a big step forward, which is what you hope someone to do in their second year. The center rotation, 32 minutes from the dart, Goga Badadze, 6-12 with a block. 
Mo Wagner, 15 minutes, 12 and 3, which honestly, 12 and 3 is still okay in, in 12 10 leagues. It's not great, but it's okay. Goga looks to have gotten that role pushed up a little bit in his favor. So that helps. Well, Isaac, just 14 minutes. Now, it wasn't a back-to-back, so that's 12 and 14 minutes for Johnny. I still do not see how John Isaac plays 25 a night unless there are other injuries. But he still brought the defense, 9 and 6 with a steal and a block, and that's streamable. I wouldn't say that he's a must-roster 12-team league player, Johnny, but there's enough there with him to have some value. Two big games back-to-back for Cole Anthony, 20 points, 5 rebounds. He had 10 assists yesterday, 0 today, which is frustrating, but good efficiency, good free throws. Um, good free throw volume is what I meant to say. Really good stuff from him. Just stream him while Fultz is out, and I don't think Fultz is back this week, but I'm not sure. While Suggs didn't do much after a big game yesterday, also 10-4-4 with a steal, he does remain a 12-team league guy. Anthony Black is so far away from contributing in the NBA, but more importantly in fantasy for us, 0-1-1. He has been... He started a lot of games, but he's not even a top 300 player um, so far this season, which yeah, is uh, clearly not very ideal. We go on to the next one, the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. Celtics were up pretty big in this one. Milwaukee came back, made it a little bit closer. 119-116, the final score uh, in this one to Boston. Brooke Lopez actually ramped up the shooting in this one. No, Only one block, but 28-7. and seven. After a horrible start to the season, Lopez has cranked it up, and he's playing not quite as good as last season, but honestly not far off. It's amazing to see him continue to do this. While Damian Lillard, 27-5-5 and in 38 minutes, and Yanni, not not great from Yanni, because in fact, actually terrible. 35% uh, from the field is yuck. 70% from the line is all right. 21-13-5 is solid. He's been really good, Giannis, obviously, but this is not his best. What I do want to focus on is Chris Middleton. He played 29 minutes, and so he's gone like, what, 17, 17, 17, 19, 19, 19, 19, 20, 20, 20, 20, 29. Like, uh, where'd that come from? Are we fully there yet? We're not quite there, but we're bloody close. 12, 5, and 7. Unfortunately, he shot 29%, but still 21 usage. I think we're getting there with him. And Leaky Beasley played 23 minutes, 6 points, 2 threes, 2 steals. Good threes, good steals. Don't want him in 12s, though. Bob Portis, yuck. 4 and 7, 21 minutes. I thought that the Crowder thing would really help Portis bump up, and it did. And the last two games have gone the opposite direction with Connaughton and Beauchamp getting into the mix. I'm still holding Portis, but it's not looking that good at the moment. But the Celtics, they were everyone available. Tatum was ill, but he had 23 and 11 on 41%. Jalen Brown with a good game. This man cannot string two good ones in a row, it feels like, though. 26-2-8 and eight for Jalen and Horford. Played 31 minutes, L. Part of that is Porzingis having 5,000. Well, not part of it. That's all of it. 11-8-6 for Al. He's an excellent streamer, but not a 12-teamer. Derek White returned for 13-4-5, and five, and Porzingis had 21-6 and six without foul trouble. A not good night from Drew Holiday, who continues to have some struggles. 5-8, and eight, a triple one, 13% shooting. He's going to be better than this, but just having some real issues with low usage uh, and then copping it with efficiency as well, which is uh, not ideal. We were a little bit skeptical of some of his production on this team this season and not looking, uh, not looking great at the moment. Let us go to the next one, which was an absolute ass-kicking. The uh, Miami Heat beat the Cavs 129-96. We got a good Haywood Highsmith game. 10-6-5, one steal, two blocks, two threes. I feel like that's the third time this season he's done something like this, and then he goes and has zero points with one rebound in 25 minutes of the next game, making him impossible to trust. Jaime Hakez shot 70%. This guy's efficiency has been unbelievable. He hit... All four of his threes, which this man's a 29% three-point shooter. So don't buy that. But that's really, really strong from him. I still think that he's not really a must-roster 12-team league player. But they're, they're great numbers and you have him. No problem. There was no BAM in this one. So more shots went to more people. And unsurprisingly, Orlando Robinson was better than Thomas Bryant. 28 minutes, 14 and 9, one steal, two blocks for Robinson. This is the new like Charles Bassey sort of a player. The guy that no one's ever heard of who, when he gets minutes, will always produce. That is what Orlando Robinson is. Always keep it in the back of your head. At some point, surely, he gets regular rotation minutes. Bryant started, had 10 and 7. He sucks. While um, Dunk Robinson, finally a little bit of a letdown from Dunkey, although he was a plus 32, which led the team. Seven points in 24 minutes. Lowry, out of nowhere as well. Double-cheeked up legend. Had 28 points with 7-3. 60% shooting. It's, I still am looking... Lowry, uh, sorry, Robinson, Lowry, Huckers as the priority with Hero out. But as we can tell, game by game, stuff 
shuffles and changes. We've got 26 minutes of Caleb Martin. He had 14 points with three steals. I think Caleb's a 14-team league player, not a 12-team league guy. For the Cavs, they were without Milk, Dean Wade, Donovan Mitchell, Isaac Okoro. They were all out. And then Karis LeVert got ejected after he returned. So your mate, Craig Porter Jr., went off. Unknown player had 16-2-5 with one steal and two blocks on 50% shooting. This man, I think, is good. But don't get too excited. He's good. I think he's a rotation player. I'm convinced he's better than Milk. I'm convinced he is better than Milk. I think he's better than Dean Wade. But he's a six foot three guard. And with Mitchell, with Garland, with Levert, with Struess, and maybe with Okoro, I don't see how he gets 25 a night. I want him to. But despite how good we might think he is or can be, he's just not playing ahead of those guys, I don't believe. So for now, while literally... One, two, three, four, four, four guys were out, and then another one got ejected. He was able to start and put up good minutes. Great. Loved it. You know, I've been calling, I've been lambasting ESPN. Like, where is this guy? Put him in your database for weeks and making it really loud over the last five days because I do believe in him. But I also don't believe that there is a strong 35-minute-a-night role here. Mobley had 13 and 10, only played 25 minutes. It was a blowout, obviously. Maxi Struess, not a good night from him, but he'd been great before this. Garland had 14 and Allen had 4 and 4 in 23 minutes. They pulled the plug really early here. And the way you can tell is Amani Bates played 16 minutes. So yeah, that was just a, uh, a very, very early um, plug pull. That's what we're going to call my plug pull. Let's do the next one now. We're looking at the Toronto Raptors. They go into Indiana and they beat the Pacers, 132-131. You play the Pacers, mate, you're going to put up big numbers. Schroeder, 26-6-5 on 63%. Siakam, 36-10 on 54% with 82 from the line. Let's do a quick check on Siakam Barnes' usage watch. 32 Siakam, 22 Barnes. Hmm... Anyway, Barnsley had 39 minutes, 20 and 12 with four steals. Really good. Another game without a block, though. Those blocks seem faker and faker by the minute. This is, again, not to say that he hasn't been playing well, because he is playing well. But those blocks just have gone nowhere. What the hell happened? Where, where did they go? How was he blocking five a game? He wasn't, two a game. And now they're nowhere to be seen. And that usage thing between Barnes and Siakam is still interesting. Pirtle played 29 minutes, 6-4 six, and 6. The six assists are very good. Still continues to be frustrating. Well, Ananobi, I still maintain that Ananobi is a buy low. He has not hit full stride, 13-4-4 on 42%. Chris Boucher fading significantly, 10 minutes for 6 points. While Gaz Trent, we can get that garbage out of here. 8 points in 25 minutes for 2 threes. And it was a good Malachi Flynn game. Good. I'd love to see good Malachi Flynn games. I don't know why, but I do. 14-4-2 with 2 threes on 75%. We obviously don't need to action much about this with Flynny, but that was a good game for the Pacers. There was no Aaron Neesmith, so Obi Toppin went back to the starting lineup. He played 36 minutes, had 16 and three, two threes and two steals. Only took nine shots, but hit six of them. That's a really good game. Good scoring, good steals. I still don't buy it. If you want to grab him in 12, I get it, but one was a weird one with him coming off the bench in that 300-point explosion. And this is one without Neesmith. So I don't really know how to judge that, but I do know how to judge Bud Heald. 35 minutes, 31 points, five assists, two steals, one block, 71% shooting. You could almost say it's a sell high because what's he shooting? Like 80% from three the last two games. He had another seven here. You do have to roster him. You do. Now that he's starting, now that he's starting, I say backside, but he's not backside. These are his first two starts. He's killing it, right? This is not going to stay at this level, but he's killing it. Halliburton, 33-3 and 16. What's that? 32 assists in the last two days. 55% shooting for Tyrese, while Turner at least got more minutes. 29 minutes, 17 and 8, with two blocks. And a better game from Bruce Brown. I know everyone is very, very keen to drop Bruce Brown. 14, 4, and 3 with two steals. Like That's, that's totally fine. I will absolutely 100% agree with you that Brown does not have much upside. I, I agree with that. And if Bruce Brown is your worst player, get rid of him. He doesn't have high upside. But he's also not bad. He hasn't been bad. He's been okay. I think he's been sort of doing what we thought he would do, around the 110, 115 mark. Not far off. Matherin, five points, 24 minutes, 29%. Maybe this guy is not very good. That is distinctly possible. Um, in fact, it's distinctly likely at this stage. He can always improve, of course, but it is uh, not working out particularly strongly for him at the moment. So he is a very quick jack in 10s, 12s, 14s. I probably do hold. But the man's not a top 200 player this season. 
So you'd be sort of just hoping for an improvement in those deeper formats. Stinks at the moment. McConnell had five assists with Nembhard out. That's what he does. That's what he brings. That's how you can stream him in. While Nwora played 14 minutes with old mate Aaron Neesmith on the sidelines. Our next game was an overtime game. Another absolute high-scoring monster. The Brooklyn uh, Nets. I don't know why I didn't hit the right button there, but I'm going to do it now because I don't like when I miss hitting a button. That's what she said. 145 to Brooklyn, 147 to Atlanta. Mikhail Bridges, yes, let's go. 44 minutes, 45 and 10, four assists, 52 from the field, 92 from the line. By far his best game of the season before today. He was ranked outside the top 80 over the last two weeks. It is obviously really helping him that Cam Thomas is out, but great to see. We talked, or we as in me, talked at length about Lon Walker on the Waiver Wire show today. I went in depth into some, into some numbers. Eight points, 19 usage, 43% shooting with two rebounds, 16 minutes. What's vindication? He's just not, he's not that good. Like he isn't, and you don't need to roster him. 38 minutes from Cam Johnson is very, very impressive. 23 points, five threes, five rebounds, five assists, two steals, 62% shooting. The buy low bump kills it again. Nikki Claxton, 22 and 11 with three blocks. Great. Helps to play the Hawks. Dinwiddie. What a game from Spence. 42 minutes, 26, 6, and 12. I would sell as high as I can. 39% shooting. There's no Smith. There's no Simmons. There's no Thomas. I think they're all going to render him useless eventually. But now you roll with it. You enjoy it. It's good. But you can move on if, if you want later on. For the Hawks, Trey Young is just on an absolute roll at the moment. Yes, he didn't shoot well, 39%. He shot really well earlier, then couldn't make a shot late. But 43, 4 and 9, 2 steals and 8 threes. While DeAndre Hunter, who was dreadful yesterday, went off. 25 and 11, 2 blocks, 2 threes. I'm never falling for it again, DeAndre. I'm not doing it. I'm not adding you outside of streaming. Although, they play the weekend back-to-back, so there's something in that. Kapala had 14 and 15 with 3 blocks, and Nakongwu had 12 and 10 with a block. Enough. For you, I was going to say, enough for you to stop complaining about a Kongwu, but you'll never stop complaining about a Kongwu. I know that. Bogdanovich had 14 points. The depressed penis had 12 with two steals. Bay is just a streamer. Bogdanovich is a 12-teamer. And Jalen Johnson, what is it, the sell-high slump? Seven and six, two steals and a block on 43% shooting. Didn't get to the line. Was minus 15 with 11 usage. Solid enough from DeJounte in terms of counting stats. 26 and eight or 26 rebounds, eight assists, two steals, but 29% shooting. DeJounte is, where is he, outside the top 35 for the season? Yeah, 50, outside the top 50 over the last two weeks. Sounds about right to me. For him, he's got room to improve on the shooting, but earlier in the season, he was shooting well above his head. This stuff goes in swings and roundabouts, pretty obviously, and he's always going to put up better numbers when Trey Young is out. Again, don't know how you can debate that, although I'm sure some people will. All right. The next one, the Memphis Grizzlies and the Houston Rockets. The Rockets win it comfortably by 21-11-91. They made a change to the starting lineup again. Uh, Johnny Conchar moved to the bench. Jacob Gilead moved back to starting, but Conchar still played 29 minutes. He went scoreless, of course, missed all six of his shots. Two blocks, 11 rebounds. We're not using him anywhere. And we're also not adding Gilead, who had five points in 24 minutes. And ship like Derek Rose had seven, one, and two. In his 16 minutes, he's, uh, yeah, should we do it? Maybe. I haven't done it for a while, so maybe let's hit it. Derek Rose. I think the answer to washed watch on Derek Rose is yes. Yes, he is. Jaron Jackson, 23-7. and seven. He just cannot shoot at the moment. He cannot get big blocks. And while I faded him, not like this. Like, not like this at all. He has to bounce back from this in some way. But um, the Adams thing is really hitting hard. Fantasy basketball is an interesting game, isn't it? Interesting sport. The NBA is interesting also because we can look at Santi Aldama last game and go, Josh, you're an absolute dickhead. You're a wanker. Why would you say that Santi's not going to have rest of season value? And then he goes out and has 27 shots and I go, I don't know. Look, I don't know. Well, I do know. I explain why all that happened. And then he has 27 shots in one game and he took five in this one. So you, we're going to have game-to-game variation in game flow and all that sort of stuff, right? That is a wild change in approach. That's just an insane thing that literally no one could project. What do you have last time? A double-double, six assists on 27 shots. Today, he had eight, two, and zero with 40% shooting. I'll, I'll keep my thoughts on Aldama relatively brief. Fine to have him now. Don't think it lasts long-term. That's simple as that for me. That, that's how I view him. 
31 minutes for Biombo, 5-5, five and five, one steal, two blocks. Probably do want to have him in a 12 while we only got 26 minutes of Des Bain. He had some early fouls, so good of the coach to foul him out while he ended on four fouls. 23, 7, and 4, and not much else. David Roddy continues to be sub-NBA standard, 4-6 and six in 22 minutes, and Zaire had 13 in 20 minutes. His team is just actually bad. For the Rockets, Jalen Green, yes, finally. After a t- two stingers in a row, 34, 2, and 4, took 26 shots. That's Santi Aldama volume. 44 usage for him, 5 of 5 from the line. I'm not ready to say that he's back or he's good or anything like that because I don't think he is and I don't think he is. But that's good enough for us to hold with certain caveats. Van Vliet, two steals. Yes. Are we getting them back? Hope so. 16, 7, and 4, four threes, two steals for Freddie. And second solid game in a row for Jabari. Now, all of this is against Memphis, so who knows? But 18 and 9, three threes with a block for Jabari Smith. While it was a bit of a disappointing night for Shangoon, but... He did bring in the three blocks, the Delicate Dancer, 11-7 and seven with three assists. 27 for Dylan, Revenge Game Brooks. He got revenge, all right? 29% shooting, 13-5. and five. He showed them what they were missing. We do not need to roster Dylan Brooks in 12-team formats. And Tari Eason, 6-5 in his second... Well, not second. He's game back after resting. I don't... I don't say it. I don't... You know what I'm... You know what? You know what I mean. Not that I don't see it in Eason. I don't see the minutes for Eason. Two different things, and I don't think that he needs to be on a 12-team roster. Aaron Holiday couldn't keep up his run from last game, and nobody is more shocked than me. He had um, seven points in 17 minutes. Next up, we go to the team that deserved to lose the most out of every team on uh, Wednesday. That is the Sixers losing to the Wolves, 112-99. You cannot, you cannot tell me that you have watched Marcus Morris play basketball this season or last season and think that with Joel Embiid out, that you would start him at center over the man that you told us you were going to utilize like Pascal Siakam and that was going to, you were super impressed, that was going to play together with Embiid. And then when Embiid's out, you don't even play him anyway. Nick Nurse makes some sense, mate. Now, Morris's numbers actually look okay. 16 minutes, 16 and four, three threes, a steal, two blocks, really good. Why, let me rephrase this, why the fuck would Marcus Morris have a usage of 37% in an NBA game? You deserve to lose Philadelphia. Paul Reed played 26 minutes, had 10 and 9, two steals, four blocks. And for the people that ask the question, why are you always on this guy's nuts? Why is he so good about him? That's why. That's why. That's what he does. This is what Paul Reed does. I'm not saying that he's a game-changing basketball player. He's all right. He's a pretty good player. What I'm saying is that if he gets minutes, he will put up unbelievable fantasy numbers. And that is why we took the late flyers on him because old mate, self-branded hat legend, Nick Nurse, when he told us, hey, we're playing together. We're all right, fire up. Let's go. 23 minutes. We're all in here with Reedy. But then he's playing nine minutes a night. So we got the game. We didn't think we'd get it, but we got it. And who knows what happens now? Nothing is the answer. The wave pool had 16 and 60. Anthony Melton shot horribly, but got to the line nine times. Well, the thick hogsman, Tobias Harris, had 15 and six. And Maxi is slumping hard, man. 16 points, 37% shooting, eight assists. He got a block back, but his, uh, his fall has been um, uh, extreme. Playing Patrick Beverly over Jaden Springer is something that I will bring up at the Hague at some point. 15 minutes for Beverly and eight for Springer. And Covington got his two blocks. We know what he is. He's a John Isaac level defensive streamer. And Batum had six points in 24 minutes. There's a reason this team lost is because nobody can create a shot. And maybe that's why Marcus Morris had 37 usage. He's like, don't worry, boys, I got this. And in the end, he didn't have this. He did have 5,016 minutes there, Marcus Morris. For the, don't worry about this because Embiid will be back next game. For the Wolves, Goose Edwards. Anthony had 31, 6, and 6 with two steals on big volume and big percentages. Good. Townsy, 23 and 11, two steals, two blocks. You don't get that from Carl that often. Some really good numbers from him. He has been very, very good of late. And Gobert had 13 and 11. Alexander Walker did start in place of Jaden McDaniels. Was mid, as, as we thought, 7, 6, and 4. That's a deeper league thing. But unfortunately, we didn't get great night from Kyle Anderson. But it's not because the process of us thinking that it would be okay failed. Because he played 28 minutes. He played more, or he played the same as Alexander Walker. Four or five minute bump for, uh, for Anderson. That's enough. Unfortunately, he shot one of four from the line and was seven, four, and three, which is not good enough. I still think that he is the guy that you have over Alexander Walker in 12 team leagues, but this just didn't work out. We did get a couple of extra minutes for um, the Wizard of Noz, Nas Reed. He had three steals in the first quarter, none for the rest of the game, so you can wipe that part out. 
22 minutes, 13 and four. That's some good numbers. Maybe we stream him back in with the absence of McDaniels if they're going to go super, super big, which is always a possibility. But they had this one in control relatively early. Conley had the eight assists and the three steals overall. The next game, the Sacramento Kings fall to the New Orleans Pelicans. Darren Fox was back on his bullshit. 26-2-5, 53% shooting. One steal and six of seven from the line. Good stuff to see him back. But the three-point shooting, which had been flying, uh, 29%. And we knew that was coming back. Good game from Sabonis. Although he did cop an elbow in the mouth in the final 20 seconds. Went to the locker room a little bit early there. 23-9 and 6, 73%. 7 of 10 from the line. Just doing what he does. But your mate, my mate, our mate, the pencil Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. He had 22, 3, and 0. And you'll be stunned to know that he didn't have a block. He did hit four threes. Um, he took advantage of the fact that Keegan Murray was out. And who else was out? Uh, Alex Len is out. But we don't care. We just we just don't care. 10, 4, and 5 for Monk with uh, two steals is good enough for a 12-teamer. And we got the first game of the season for Trey Lyles. And they went, all right, let's go. 28 minutes. That seems a lot after coming back from a calf strain. 12 and 8, three threes. That's obviously in part due to the absence of Keegan Murray. Lyles should be getting the backup center minutes, and I believe he got nearly all of them. Yeah, because JaVale played only five minutes. That's a deeper league spot. Well, Duarte started in place of Murray. He had six points in 20 minutes. And yeah, he had five fouls. So that limited his playing time. And Fanta Pants, again, not shocking to anybody. Well, maybe to some. But he's not good enough to have been a must-roster 12-team league player. Eight and seven, two threes, 20% shooting. Absolute on-fire hot streak. Dead-ass cold streak. You get hot again, and you'll get cold again. Try and find it. Don't, you can't. Like It's going to happen at some point. We just don't know when it'll be. Um, yeah, don't look now, but injuries starting to have an impact on the Kings. For the Pelicans, they're still without CJ, Matty Ryan, Trey Murphy. Maybe they're all coming back soon. We'll see. There was a nice nice night from Zion, 25-5-6, and, and Zion's uh, field goal percentage is back which is great because that was one of the things holding him down a little bit. Well, all the other stuff, but yeah, that was holding him back as well as gravity. Brandon Ingram, 23-4-3 in 30 minutes on 50% is good. Well, it was a big night from Najee Marshall, but I'm not going to get hyped. He shot 80%. He did have 12-6-4, a steal and a block. Good production all around. Nice 14-team league guy while everyone is out. Well, Valanchunas, the high level of blocks did not continue to no one's surprise, but 15-11 in 28 minutes. His minutes are pushing up, which is encouraging for him and his production. While Herbalife Jones... Three steals and a block, still bringing those in high numbers, but the shooting numbers, which were you know, have absolutely zero chance of holding, did not hold. Seven points, 17%. But the other stuff is still good. He remains a 12-team league guy, but obviously was a sell high. And yeah, you can't sell high after that game. Hawkins had 13 in 21 minutes. Don't think you want to hold in 12s. Dyson Daniels had eight and seven. Might not want to hold in 12s either. That would depend on who's available. That's fine from him, but it's just not quite enough. Well, Alvarado had 10 in 19. He had the three steals. He moves back onto the board as a steals streamer, does old mate Jose Alvarado. We're getting through them eventually. Let's go to the 10th game of the day, the Clippers and the Spurs. The Clippers win at 109-102, one of the most weird things you'll ever see in this game during free throws, and Pop grabs a microphone like he's cutting a WWE promo and tells the crowd to stop booing Kawhi, and then they boo louder. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. People have lots of feelings about this. Shut up. The fans can say whatever they want. Pop doesn't know what he's talking about. It's just funny, man. Like, the whole thing was funny. Um, I don't know. Who has the energy to boo? Like, I couldn't be bothered booing anyone anymore. Uh, maybe I'm just old. Yes. No, I am. Uh, Kawhi, 26, 4, and 4, two steals, 59%, 23 usage. He looks to be back on track after the Harden readjustment. Eight points for Westbrook in 27 minutes. Not good enough. But six rebounds, seven assists, and two steals is. I still don't think these are 12-team hold. Zubats, 12 and 8, 26 minutes. But what about Danny Tice? Ooh, 20 minutes for Dan. 8, 11, and 4. I'm uh, I'm in for adding Tice in not 10, not 12, probably 16. But we want to watch that scenario. And Zubats is probably going to be a 12-team drop, I think. I don't know that yet. I think, though. PG had 24 and 8, just didn't shoot well poorly, but he's getting a lot of usage. What about Jimmy Harden? The usage is not there for Harden, and I'm not sure that it comes. 16, 6, and 9 are still in a block is fine. He actually got to the line 12 times, but for some reason couldn't convert them. He's sort of settling in, and things are normalizing a little bit here. While Norman Powell got hurt, didn't play in the second half, Amir Coffey took his rotation spot. It's a groin issue from Powell. If he misses time, he's not a guy that's worth holding. 
while Terrence Mann is nowhere near a fantasy-relevant player, he has had six deals in his last two games. He had two here with a block, so you could stream him for that, I guess, but that's about it. For the Spurs, Wemanyama. Yes, good. 22 and 15, three assists and three blocks. Good efficiency, good from the line. We love that. And Zach Collins, 16 and 9, is really strong too. The horse, what's with Kelton Johnson and his assists? Never saw this before, and it's great to see. 15, 3, and 6. That's what he needs to do to be able to survive in the NBA. And Jeremy Sohan is getting better. I don't know if he's getting good, but he's getting better. 19, 5, and 7, 32 minutes. And every game that he has like this is an extra week or two weeks before they ever make a switch to Trey Jones, which they're not going to do. I feel very, not very, I feel relatively confident they are not going to make this switch. I just, I feel very confident in that. I'm not feeling confident that Sohan's going to be good every night. I'm not feeling confident that Sohan is 100% a must roster guy. But if he gets 30 minutes a night and he can pass and get assists like this, then he is. That's a rule. 30 minute a night point guard who can be a guy with some usage or with some assists is useful. As long as he's not Oyo playing 30 minutes, then there is something in that. Um, what else? Branham. Bruh. <laughs> o of 6 in 21 minutes. Zero points. I couldn't even find it. Okay, man, who's the other starter? Had to look all the way down the bottom of the bus when wants to box score to find him because he was bad. Well, I think you can be pretty okay with moving on from Trey Jones if you haven't already. Four points, 20 minutes. He did have three steals. While Vassell played 27 off the bench, 18, four and four. I would have to expect that Devin is in the starting lineup for the next game. Be pretty stunned if he wasn't. But um, I would think that he'd have to be back in there. We just hope that he does not get injured again. The next game, the 11th game of the night. That is just far too many. I know I keep saying it, but bloody hell. The Thunder beat the Bulls, 116-102. Zach Levine out with a, a sore foot. Oh, oh, it's a shame. It's a shame for Zach. That sore foot must have been really, really tough. So with him out, Kobe White went, yeah, let's go. 37 minutes, 23, 1 and 5, 7 triples. I am holding. You know that I'm holding. You know why I'm holding. And if you don't want to hold, I'd get it. This is not an indication, though, of how things will look if Levine is traded. A lot of things would be different, and White won't be this good. Well, he might be, actually, but we can't guarantee this. DeMar DeRozan started out really quite poorly and then finished all right. Look, the efficiency is bad, 35%, but 25, 2, and 6, two steals and a block, and 13 of 13 from the line gets it done. Well, big, big minutes from Vooch. Low usage, but big minutes. 16 and 12 with two steals is a solid game from him. Caruso did enough to maintain a 12-team roster spot, 12 and 6. And Pat Williams started with Levine out, played 37 minutes, and had 10 and 7. This man is just allergic. Allergic? That's not how you say that word. You say allergic because it starts with an A. He's allergic to putting up numbers. 10, 7, and 2 with two threes for him and Drummo. Drummond is rostered in 12-team leagues. Why? What is going on? Why do people roster him? As I say, as I roster him in a 12-team league with 200 players rostered. though. Um, yeah, 11 minutes for Drummo. Cool. For the Thunder, Shea, 14, not 14, 45 and 12, three blocks, an astonishing 17 of 18 from the line, just big numbers. This man is a top four guy and dominating. He's unbelievable. How's the Isaiah Joe run going? 20 points and five threes, 67% shooting. This man is just knocking in threes like they're going crazy. I wouldn't add him. But if you're looking for threes, it's him or Sam Hauser. They're the best options out there. Well, Chetty had 18 and 13, a steal, four blocks. Holmgren continues to be really strong. But how about the Oklahoma City mud flap? This man doesn't miss. 83% shooting for Kenrich Williams, 13 and 5. And he is such a key part of what they do. Couldn't say that the Slob Wizard was able to turn it around. 10 and 6 with two steals. And I'm not dropping him. But get back to me at Christmas. And if it's the same, I probably will. But I am dropping Lou Dort because Lou Dort... I, I, I'm not offering an apology, Lou, because I was familiar with your game. Two points. That's a good Richie Banner, though. Two points, two rebounds, two assists, two blocks. You wish that you made two field goals. 17% shooting. And that unbelievably hot run has turned into, I don't know, pool of diarrhea. You do not need to hold Lou Dort in 10, in 12, in 14 team leagues. Waiting for Lou Dort to send me an apology after the people that asked me to send an apology to him for saying that he was bad at fantasy. I'm sure that apology is coming real soon from you, Lou. Lou? <laughs> I don't know. I'm losing my mind with 11 games deep here. He's still got more to go. We'll be back. Not we'll be back. You won't even see a break. I'm going to take a break and wait for these other games to finish. All right. Let's uh, let's go and do the next one. And don't you hate when this happens? Happens a lot. Walker Kessler's down. Kelly Linux the guy. Yeah, they'll put Kelly Linux in. He'll be really good. Starting bench, whatever. It'll be fine. He'll put up good numbers. Go and at him, yeah? 
no. Uh, Oshaya Baji. Yeah, what? This guy's trash. What are we doing? Why are we playing Oshaya Baji? And again, another lesson that I need to learn, like trust your instincts about who's good and who's not. Because Abaji started and did nothing and did nothing and did nothing and did nothing and did nothing. And then finally went, oh, well, I guess they're just not going to pump Linux minutes up. They're just not. So Kelly Linux played 32 minutes, had 13, 9 and 5, a steal and a block and was perfect from the field as he started over O'Shea Abaji. Like, do this two weeks ago. That's the frustrating part. Yes, sure. Go and add a Linux until Kessler returns. It just took us a while to get here. The speaker, Keontae George. 16, 3, and 7, 7 of 7 from the line. Still cannot hit shots from the field at all, but I'll take that line every day of the week. I'll take it. And we're still not into the full ramp-up period for him. Markkinen had 24 and 8 with three steals. His defensive stats have actually been really high this season. While Oshaya Baji played 14 minutes for nine points, and Clarkson, the uh, sell-high slump, he's not even taking shots anymore. He was doing everything with big usage, big scoring, and then I think he's had 20 combined shots in the last two games. 13, 2, and 5 on 46%. It's very weird to see that change. Horton Tucker had 5-0-1. Colin Sexton had one point in 11 minutes and missed all five of his shots. It is safe to say that they are not it. Again, trust, not always, because you get it wrong. I do get it wrong. But I should just trust my talent evaluation uh, a little bit more uh, at times. At times. It would have been good to have done that with Olenek here and uh, not trust that these Horton Tuckers and Sextons are good because they're not. Onto the Blazers, big win for him. They were up much bigger than this one. Uh, they ended up winning by 16, but they were up by 30 at one point. Jeremy Grant, 32 and 4, 77% shooting. Good numbers from him. While Brogdon played 24 on a back-to-back. I don't know why he played on a back-to-back, but he did. 24 and 8 with a steal, 56% shooting, and we can very comfortably go and drop Skylar Mays now back out of the rotation. Yes, he played six minutes. That's six garbage time minutes. Go and drop Skylar Mays. Because both Brogdon and Scoot played in this one. I did not think for a million years that Brogdon would play in this game. But he did. So we dropped Mays. Scoot played just the 17 minutes, 3-3-7. and seven. The shooting is still rough, but good to get those assists. Again, if you are grabbing Scoot, it is going to be a long process. It is going to be a few weeks before you start to get really good stuff out of it. So be aware. I'd be okay doing it, but you've got to be aware. Are you holding George? Are you stashing Koulibaly? Like You can't do it for everybody. So it's got to be in a situation where you're flying, you don't have injuries, um, and you've got an opportunity to wait. Because I think it's going to be good. It's just going to take time to get there. Jundra Ayton was a late scratch out of nowhere. Don't know where this came from. So uh, the great barrier wreath started. Duop had eight and four in 20 minutes. But the guy who really benefited was the guy that I've been saying, just keep an eye on Jabari Walker. 28 minutes, 19 and 10, two threes and two steals. That's actually really good. And I don't think that we're adding him, but we're absolutely on full watch with him. Because if he's playing backup center... And he will play power forward if Jeremy Grant is out. There's a lot to be interested in there. While Kamara had 12, 7, and 3 in 28 minutes, that's still a deeper league thing. And old mate Thibel, I had him yesterday. Stream of the day, Matisse Thibel, how good would it be? Yeah, 32 minutes, 13 points, 3 threes, 3 steals, 2 blocks. Where was this yesterday, you Aussie bastard? <laughs> um, we know he's hit or miss, Thibel. We know what he's there for. He's there for defensive stats. He brought them. He brought other stuff. A little bit all over the shop. Um... Yeah, just they're a frustrating team. Trying to figure out or peg what's going to happen most nights is hard. But we had Brogdon, Scoot, as I've detailed already. We keep an eye on Jabari Walker. I didn't even talk Shaden Sharp, who 14-4-4 four four is better, a bit more efficient. Players are back. We hold. I think he'll be droppable when Simons returns, but I don't know that. So you don't absolutely don't make that decision now. You just hold and we see where it ends up. All right, we'll actually do the last game of the night because that finished before the earlier game. So we're going to do um, Lakers and Mavs. The Mavs win at 104-101. Doncic, 39 minutes. 30 and 13, eight assists, two steals. Rough from the field, but good from the line, while Kyrie had 28 and six with four threes. And that's usually how it goes with this team. They did stick with Derek Jones in the starting lineup, but he's gone back to that 19-minute role. He was playing like 30 and then 19. He's all over the shop. We don't roster him. Derek Jones, that is, but he had two threes and two blocks, but the role is a little bit all over the place. If Kyrie sits, we go and we stream Jones in. Joshy Green, second straight good game. Don't really care, but he did have 15 points in 22 minutes. But I guess the story out of this one is um, the injury to Derek Lively, who played 19 minutes, fell on his back and was carried off and didn't return, or carried, helped off and didn't return. Lower back contusion, they're calling it. He had two and 10, so we wait to see on that. But what we do want to look at is Rashawn Holmes. 
who played 23 minutes. He had four and 10 with a block. It's pretty good, right? He was, I thought, pretty pretty useful in this game. I don't think we rush and add him in 12s, but let's just wait and see what happens with um, with Lively. He played ahead of Dwight Powell in this one. Powell only played five minutes. So that is that is something important. That is something to note. So those of you in deeper leagues, you will want to look at Rashawn Holmes. You will want to add him now. And then depending on what happens with Lively, maybe that increases later on, but not yet. Grant Williams had six points in 32 minutes with two threes. We don't care about that in 12s. For the Lakers on a back-to-back, LeBron, 36 minutes, 26-9-7. and And Davis, only the 10 points, which is very disappointing, but 14 rebounds and a steal and a block. And D'Lo played only 24 minutes here. Well, something to watch. 15, 3-5. and five. His minutes have been down, I think, the last four or five games. And Torian Prince, finally, a shot went in. 14 points in 37 minutes. Of course, we cannot trust Torian Prince's minutes at all. There was no Cam Reddish, so they started Max Christie. Just seven points for him in 23 minutes, but Austin Reeves got back to 31, 17, 6, and 6. It does feel like Reeves is going to stay in a bench role, which is annoying to a degree because it does sort of cap a big, big minute upside, but his production is still fine and we still roster him. While Hachimura had nine points in 26 minutes, still unfathomably rostered in 24% of 12-team leagues. Just, it's way too high, bro. It just doesn't need to be that high. You move on from Hachimura in 10, 12, and 14-team leagues. Uh, the crucifix was good yesterday, and then he got his revenge on Dallas with one point on 0% shooting, five rebounds in 15 minutes. They actually asked this bloke before the game. It's like, yeah, man, yeah, I'm going to get him. Yeah, it means a little bit extra. Cool. Revenge games mean nothing. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Shout out to Dylan Brooks and Christian Wood. For their big, big revenges against their former teams. Then we'd now go to the final game of the night, which of course was the second last game of the night. The Warriors and the Suns. Golden State loses 115-123. Let's let's hit it. Because we have to hit it. Clay Thompson. He looked better. He looks alright. 23 points, 6 threes, 25 minutes only. Um in this one. But well, that's, those minutes can't be right. There's something wrong with those minutes. Let me have a look at something. Yeah, 25 minutes. What? Okay. I thought that one was wrong. Uh, 25 minutes. 23 points, six dribbles for Clay. He was a minus 24, though, but the production was better. I'm still not fully buying it. Sharich was good once more. 17, 6, and 4 in 22 minutes. The bench guys brought them back into this one, and that, that's why a lot of the starters at low minutes because they were getting uh, they were getting smashed. You can see the plus minuses there. Minus 17 for Steph. Minus 18 for Chris Paul, who got ejected. Uh, 24 for Clay. Minus um, 14 for... I was going to say, you're minus 14 for Andy Wiggins, who continues to be absolutely washed. He's not washed, he's not old, but he's cooked. Uh, we, are, we don't worry about rostering him. So with the bench guys getting more run, Sharich is looking like an interesting stream. We can't rely upon it, though. 17-6-4 is good, while Looney played only 17 minutes, and, and I just firmly don't believe that Kavon Looney is a 12-team league player. Pajemski, 23 minutes, 10-4-3 and three with three steals. Interesting. I think he's good. I don't think there's enough there for him, though. I don't think there's enough minutes for us to do anything more than just look on and go, huh, he's pretty good. Not much else going on here in this one, I don't think. Um, Kaminga played 21 minutes. He started the second half of Chris Paul, but seven points, 21 minutes. No, he's, uh, I I don't have any faith in him at all anymore to be any sort of breakout prospect. I, I don't, I don't believe in him. Um, yeah, and that's where we're at. I said, Chris Paul ejected. These refs need to shut up, man. Like, I, I don't care about techs. Techs are the dumbest shit in this... Well, that's not true. There's a lot of dumb things in this sport. Techs are absolutely ridiculous. Ejections are stupid. And just be harder. Like, why are we being so soft at just throwing blokes out? Steph only the 28 minutes, 16-3 and 6 for the Suns. Durant, revenge game. 30-8 and eight with two blocks and three threes, which is coming in lower than his other performances. 13-13 of 13 from the line. While Booker, 25-8-10. and 10. This man is a legit point guard, and it's awesome. Drew Eubanks sprained his ankle, not before getting 6-6 six and six with three blocks. If he isn't able to play, um, Jamezi Metu is the guy. That's only for deeper leagues, of course. Metu had two blocks in his 12 minutes. Well, Nurkic played only 17 minutes, had some foul trouble, 9-5. and five. He'd been rolling. Big Nurk, but nothing nothing going here. Solid enough from Gordon again. 13-1-4 with three steals, while Grayson Allen struggled. 9-3-3. Three, and three. We can never really pin when these guys are going to be good or bad. They're both useful for streaming, but you know, not long-term. We don't we don't view those guys. And it was another strong game from Nasir Little. Now, we don't do anything with Nasir Little here outside of just look at it and consider it in deeper, deeper formats. 
But 10 and 5 with two steals ahead of Kater Bates Diop, who played just 13 minutes. Akogi played 27 and had 12 points. But Watanabe was out, and that enabled uh, Little to get into the rotation and, and put up a pretty good line overall. Whew, that is 14 games done. We are we're not going to do a stream of the day recap because there was no stream of the day because there was no streaming. There was 14 teams on. So we're going to head straight into looking at the monstrous line of the night. Lots to go to, but we do end up going to the big chungus himself. Nikola Jokic, 30 points, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists. Your waiver wire line of the night is DeAndre Hunter in Atlanta. Well, I told you that, but I didn't put up his bloody head. So let's uh, let's put his face across. DeAndre Hunter was great. 12, 25 points, 11 rebounds, and two blocks. He is um, someone who was dreadful yesterday, but really, really good today. Only stream him for the weekend back-to-back. Now we're going to do the young gun of the night, the best player in the first or second year of their NBA career. And of course, this one is relatively easy. We're going to Victor Wembanyama of the San Antonio Spurs. 22 points, 15 rebounds, and three blocks. And lastly... It's the dud of the night. There's always many options to choose from here. But in this one, we do head to Indiana. And it is Humpty Dumpty, Benedict Matherin, 5.0 rebounds, 2 assists. He's a drop in 10s and 12s. I'd probably hold in 14s, but that's about it. Lastly, try and get out of here within an hour. The top six players in fantasy basketball for today in category leagues. Number one is Big Chungus, Nikola Jokic, followed by Shea Gildas-Alexander, Chavano Budrick Heald, Kyle Kuzma at four, Wimbanyama at five, and Halliburton at six. Your top six players rostered in under 50% of leagues. Hunter, Alinek, I-, I wish I knew, man. I wish I knew. Okay to grab him and see what happens. Number three, Paul Reed. Uh, sure, thank you, Nick Nurse. Um, no, unless Embiid is out. Jaime Jaquez, Hayward Highsmith, and Kyle Lowry. All big Miami games in a big blowout for them over Cleveland. I still prioritize Robinson, Lowry, Huckers, and then Highsmith behind those guys. It's going to be up and down. You might prioritize Huckers over Lowry. Completely understandable. They all had good games. They're all really strong in this one. And lastly, we look at the top six players in points leagues. Jokic, Shea, Mikhail Bridges, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, and one of one legend, rare LaMelo Ball. Gets, up, gets us done and gets us out of here for Wednesday. Enjoy Thanksgiving. There will be shows tomorrow. Mailbag with Kingy, and then a preview for Friday's action. That will come tomorrow. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, No, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app and on YouTube. Thumb it up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.